In the first Sikha and Parshas Yisroi of Chelik Yeralev, the Rebbe begins, Vayayme Yisroi, Baruch Hashem, Mashehitzel Eschem. Yisroi thanked Hashem for saving the Yidin coming out of Mitzrayim. So the Gemara says, G'nai ulamayshe v'shishim riboy, shali omru baruch, hachubay Yisroi v'ama baruch Hashem. This is an embarrassment for Moshe and all of Klal Yisrael that they did not thank Hashem until Yisrael came and thanked Hashem. So the Rebbe asks a very powerful and basic question here. Of course they didn't thank Hashem. They sang the Shira right after the uh, Kriyas Yamsuf. How could it say that only when Yisrael came, he's the one that thanked Hashem? So the Rebbe quotes a Zoya that goes even a step further. The Zoya says that not until Yisrael came and thanked Hashem, could they wish to give Teireh to Yidin? Only after Yisrael said, Baruch Hashem, and so on, then the glory of Hashem was elevated in the worlds above and below, and then the Ebesheh can give the Teireh. So what is this supposed to mean, the Rebbe asks? Why are we waiting for Yisrael to come and thank Hashem, and only that makes it possible for Teireh to be given? That prepares the way for Teireh to be given. So the Rebbe says, let's take a look at who Yisrael was. When the Pasuk describes Yisrael, besides saying that he was the father-in-law of Moshe, it also says that he was Kayim Midyan. The meaning of Kayim Midyan in the first Pshat of Rashi is he was a minister, a very prominent figure in Midyan. The second Pshat of Rashi, though, though is that Yisrael was a priest for Avedizara, which seems to be something that's not a very, very nice thing to say about Yisrael's past, if he's now coming to greet Moshe and coming to join Kal Yisrael. But the Rebbe points out that saying that he was a priest for Avedizara is actually telling us something very, very important about Yisrael's personality to appreciate what happened when he came to join Klal Yisrael. The root of Avedizara is the mistake in understanding all of those intermediaries through which God, Hashem, gives the Ashba into this world and making the mistake to think that they have any significance, they have any of their own choice to give that Ashba into this world. Uh, that's, the, that's the root of Avedizara, which of course really they have absolutely no significance on their own. They have no Bechira of their own. And that's the Avedizara when it says here that Yisrael was a priest for Avedizara, that's what it's talking about. So which really means that Yisrael had a tremendous, tremendous knowledge in all of the spiritual worlds to the highest level of all of those intermediaries. Of course he made the mistake at that point of Avedizara thinking that they're significant. But this teaches us of what kind of a knowledge Yisrael had in the highest levels. So Yisrael, being Kayim Midyam, being in a prominent place in Midyam, both in his position as a minister and also as a priest, having the greatest and deepest understanding in all the highest levels, comes around and recognizes who Yidin are and comes to join Klal Yisrael in the Midbar. So therefore the Rebbe says, this is a very significant step to come to Matan because the Mzayar tells us that there's a Yisrael in HaOrim and HaChoshech. There's a great advantage, there's a great superiority to the light that comes from a source of darkness. Yisrael, which was in such darkness, and he comes around and recognizes who Hashem is and what Teireh is and joins Yidin in the Midbar, that is the step that brings to Matan And the Rebbe explains, because when it comes to Matan what Matan accomplished was, as the Medrash says, to connect al Yainim and Tachtainim, to bring together the two opposites, the highest and the lowest, to bring them together. Every preparation for anything has to have somewhat of a connection, what you're preparing for. So since that's what Matan is about, the preparation, the final step in preparation was Yisrael, taking him from a place where he was in Avedizara, he was in Midyan. And he had the greatest and deepest understanding in and a great understanding in all the spiritual worlds. And he comes around 
to join the Yidin in the Midbar, that is bringing from the lowest and connecting it to the greatest Elia and to the highest to the Yidin in the Midbar. But here the Rebbe makes the point that really this process began already before. What Yisrael did was the final step, but there was a step before, and that's Kriyas Yamsov. Kriyas Yamsov wasn't just about splitting the sea, but it was about tr- turning the sea into dry land, which represents also a connection of the spiritual and the physical. The sea, which is covered with water, represents this concealed world where spirituality is dominant. The dry land represents the world that's exposed and open to us here below, the physical world. The fact that the dry land is in the sea represents that connection of the spiritual and the physical. That's what's taking place at Kriyas Yamsov. So therefore, really, this connection already begins at the time of Kriyas Yamsov being a preparation for Matan But the Rebbe says that's only the first stage, because that was all, for the most part, in the realm of holiness, bringing together those two worlds. And even whatever impact it also had on the Goyim all over the world that were trembling when they heard and saw what happened, but it didn't get to the core of Klippa and evil itself. As we see, that even after what happened by Kriyas Yamsov, Amalek came and fought the Eden. The core of Klippa, which is what Amalek represents, was not affected yet. And therefore the Rebbe says, Yisra is the final step. And here the Rebbe says a beautiful pshat. In the Rashi, in the beginning of the parasha, where it says, Mashmua Shoma Uba, Kriyas Yamsuf and Mulchemes Amalek. So the Rebbe asks, only those two things, Kriyas Yamsuf and Mulchemes Amalek, nothing else. So the Rebbe says the Pshar is as follows Yisroi understood and saw what Kriyas Yamsuf was, what it represented, that Kriyas Yamsuf is the beginning of that connection of the Elyon and the Tachten. However, he saw that it wasn't complete and Amalek could still come and attack Yidin, that means that the connection hasn't been brought down to the lowest place yet. So therefore Yisrael came, he representing the deepest and lowest clipper of Kalavay Dezara Sheba Elam, and he's, he's, the, the knowledge he had and the depth of knowledge he had in Avay Dezara, and he comes to join the Yidin, that is the final step to prepare to Matantayra, to reach to the lowest place. And therefore, whatever happened over here, including the Mulchama of Amalek, was just another step getting to Matantayra. So therefore, the Rebbe points out, when Yisrael thanks Hashem for whatever he did to Yidin, he specifically used the term Baruch, Baruch Hashem, which is not a term that Yidin used, even with when the, the shira that they said and they sang after the Kriyas Yamsuf, because Baruch, as we know, also means, besides blessed, but also means to draw down, because that was Yisrael's focus, to draw down from the highest and to bring it to the lowest, to bring himself, and he was the representative of the deepest clipper, to try to make that connection complete as much as possible before Matan Teireh, to make the, uh, the preparation necessary for Hashem to give the Torah. The Rebbe completes this Sikha with a powerful lesson that's important in our daily Avedis Hashem. Matan Torah is an everyday event. Every day, Naisen HaTorah, we are experiencing Matan Torah again, and the objective of Matan Torah is to bring the greatest revelation of the Elyon, of the highest, and bring it down into the lowest, into the Behold Rachecha, into all of your own mundane physical life. However, here the Rebbe says there's a process. It begins with Kriyas Yamsov. Kriyas Yamsov creates a connection, but all within the realm of holiness. And therefore the Rebbe says a person's day has to begin with saying Maidani, with davening, with learning Taita, with empowering himself spiritually, making that connection with himself, with his body, with his neshama, and in the realm of holiness. And then the person is armed and he's able to go out to the next step, which is the step that Yisrei did, to bring it down to, the, to a lower level and to elevate even the lower elements of the world outside of the tent of Teira and the tent of Davening. And that's how we could experience Matan Teira on a daily basis.